by the mystery of algorithms, the recommendation of a friend with good taste, or sheer dumb luck, you've found yourself listening to Pushing It Uphill. However you got here, welcome. This podcast chronicles Peter G and Adrian Smith's cross-UK cycle adventure in June 2023, riding 1,700 kilometres over two weeks from Land's End to John O'Groats and raising much-needed money for muscular dystrophy Tasmania. Every dollar donated goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. Pushing It Uphill is brought to you by our in-kind sponsors, Corecoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Cradle Mountain Wilderness Village, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. Peter, it's episode seven of Pushing It Uphill and thought it would be good to update everyone on some bits and pieces that we've got going on in the lead up to our ride. After having a uh, star guest performance from Bruce Fumi, we thought we'd... uh Come back and just uh, make it you and me this week with 47 days to go till La Jog gets underway for us uh, at Land's End. And we've moved out of the uh, the broom cupboard at uh, Corcoms and into the living room of Shay Smith in Glenorchy. Indeed, yes. Uh, looking out over the River Derwent, Peter, to where you were doing some of your uh, pre-season training. Cross-training for La Jog has involved... Well, bagging a 40-year bucket list bushwalk to the top of Mount Direction. Yeah. On the uh, the eastern shore of the, the River Derwent in the, the northern suburbs of Hobart. Uh, it, it's a bit of a landmark and always wanted to walk up to the top of it. So with my sister and brother-in-law who are visiting from Colorado, we uh, bush-bashed our way up to the top. And it, I recommend it to anybody who's in this part of the world. Uh, there's no made track on this uh, western side of the mountain. You can come up from the uh, reservoir on the other side, mm. the um, Risdenbrook Dam, but um, from this side it is very doable and, uh, well, magnificent views, back up the river especially. We have a uh, painting of Mount Direction in Eliza's bedroom. Our, our daughter, our youngest, for her 18th birthday, she wanted a painting by Nathaniel Hiller, who's a local... Um, Artist who's actually donating a um, a painting to us to auction at our yacht rock night, which we'll talk about shortly. So um, I'll show you that before you leave, Peter. It's a nice painting. Looks Excellent. Amazing. Well, it's picture perfect day today. That's um, the Derwent. I love it when it's a bit overcast too. It mm. has that, as uh, Lloyd Rees, famous landscape <laughs> artist, said, it's got a gunmetal grey, and that, that that is very evocative. But today, it's it's blue as blue, a bluebird day, as they would say in the uh, in uh, the Rocky Mountains. And we've had a bluebird day, uh, doing a bit of a training ride. Our uh, our good friend Max Gossage dropped us up at Bothwell uh, earlier today, and we've just ridden back doing seventy something k's. Um, Seventy-seven and a half, I think it ended up being. And we came in through Hollow Tree and um, Marked Tree, Marked tree road or hill or something and yeah on the bit of dirt and just an, a stunning part of Tasmania through um, what some would be some pretty big um, sheep properties. And uh, old colonial buildings too mm. you know it was one of the early areas where the 
I guess the, the convict shepherds were sent out to look mm. after their master's flocks and uh, help them get a ticket to leave and become free men. And uh, it's a it's a really colonial type l- landscape. And and you can even imagine back to before Europeans came here, mm. Mm. Uh, it would be fertile, I think, hunting grounds mm. for the Tasmanian Aboriginal uh, population of the day. Mm. Um, yeah, but and not much traffic too as for modern day it bike was riders. Good, yeah, we went through Eldersley, which is just very pretty, and got a got some really nice photos, and um, came down through um, Pelham uh, down this amazing descent. We had no idea; I'd never been on the road before, and uh, I don't know how fast we might have to look it up on Strava to see how fast we actually. I got, bet we're but... not the fastest people that have gone down there because <laughs> mate of ours, uh, Nathan Earl, does a lot of his training around those yeah. roads. I'm sure he's got all the. He's probably ridden that road more than any other individual in yeah. history. So, Indeed. Uh, yeah. And so plenty, I've been, uh, after the last podcast, I've actually uh, extracted the digits somewhat and I've been uh, putting in You're some You're feeling happier now, are you? I feel a little bit better. That was my third long day in the saddle in a row um, and a couple more to come and, uh, yeah, feel like I get a bit of a block of training in, which, um, yeah, makes me feel a little bit better. We um, we did remark on the ride when we got about to the 60K mark, we went, oh, this is day one. And it'd probably be similar to day one because there was a bit of up and down mm-hmm. today. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, not, not feeling too bad. But I think the... Um, we did do some cross training on Friday, uh, Peter, and uh, for the listeners, we had a, a very what one would call a Tasmanian moment where we were on the, I was on the fluted Cape Walk with my wife, and we were just minding our own business and toddling along on Bruni Island there, which is um, just near Adventure Bay. Um, and I look up the track, and there's this guy in a hat with muscular dystrophy Tasmania on it. And I went, there's a guy with an MD Taz hat. <laughs> and it was you. <laughs> oh, incredible. I was there with my sister and brother-in-law. You were there with Melissa, your wife. And we meet halfway up this spectacular uh, coastal walk on Bruni Island over on the east side of Bruni. Uh, uh, some sheer cliffs down to the water, I don't know, three or 400 metres below, mm. and we run into one another. That was pretty funny. And, uh, and so Peter... Uh, Pulled out a bottle of Lark whiskey, uh, and we took a swig of that. and the, And we do have a photo. And the, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was just so we could publish this photo of you Preparing and I on the, for Scotland and, and the single malts. We yeah. brought out one of Tasmania's premier single malts. Mm. So uh, very, very, very amusing. Fitting. Yeah, yeah. good but stuff. You sort of think that sort of thing can only happen in Tasmania where it's about one and a half degrees of separation mm. no matter where you go. So, uh, But I'm sure when we do the jog, we'll run into people, other end-to-enders yeah, I hope regularly. So. Yeah, we might so. bump into someone we know. Who knows? Yeah, well, it's it's on the cards because people are travelling internationally mm. again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, 2023 true. is uh, all of a sudden people have discovered you can go overseas. Mm. And so I know that um, over the last week, I've been really starting to feel a, it's like, oh, we don't have long to go now. I really do need to get organised. So I'm going through a lot of that administrative uh, sort of stuff in the lead up to the ride. Things like, um, you know, making sure I've got some, you know, decent bike bags and getting batteries so we can be charging our phones. I, I saw a nice uh, yeah. photo you, uh, you sent me of what you're doing, a handlebar bag yeah. you're going to go for. Yeah, just a cheap one from Amazon. It was like 40 bucks or something. And I think that will, should do. Uh, my main thing is making sure we've got enough battery power to navigate um which is so the next thing i'm really uh, i've got to put my mind to is just getting that navigation sorted because i did uh 
did pull out the old GPX files of LeJog and um, uploaded them to my phone and went, oh, I can put these into Google Maps and then worked out very quickly that's not quite as simple as that or I'm just not doing it well enough. So, uh, yeah, a bit of investigative work there to work out the right platform for navigation. So Before fairly we, important. We go, get that sorted. Mm. Uh, we Heaven forbid we'd have to uh, resort to the old days of... Uh, uh, paper maps or asking directions or anything mm. like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be in trouble then. I think once we get to Scotland, it's not going to be much of a no, problem because right. we're all on the. It's all pretty simple. But you know, the 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 course that we're taking through places like Cornwall and Somerset, where we're we're trying to stay off the the main roads, doing lots of side roads and Just, shared pathways. And even when there are a number of shared pathways, which one do we take? Mm. You know, to get under the the motorway. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure we're going to take a few wrong turns. Oh, sure. Peter. I'm sure it'll happen. All all grist for the mill, part of the adventure. Mm. And uh, Peter, you've you've been doing a bit of uh, looking into the bikes that we're hiring. Well, you've done the uh, the hire, and um, they're a brand of bike that I'd never heard of. Oro, uh, we're riding the Oro Gold STC. It's an endurance road bike, and this Oro company uh, they design and assemble their bikes in the UK, um, in Sussex, just. Uh, inland from Brighton a bit, at the foot of apparently a very famous climb, the uh, the Ditchling Beacon. <laughs> Sounds great, doesn't it? So uh, that's where they come from, uh, Oro bikes from uh, Ditchling on the Sussex Downs. Mm. Uh, and they look magnificent. Um, I guess they're all made by different component makers around mm. the world, but uh, put together in the UK. So that's good. We're riding... Uh, 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 UK bike and, on our uh, trip. Disc brakes. I've yes. not ridden with disc brakes before. Haven't you? Ever. Never. I've only ridden them on higher bikes. Mm. In the French Alps, I rode uh, a BMC with disc brakes and, wow, they are really good. When, are it, they? Yeah. when it's raining, they, they still stop as well as if it's dry. Yeah. So uh, as long as we don't have disc squeak or something, then make sure the, the pads aren't rubbing. And, mm. and, uh, That's more my And thing, also, yeah. uh, I'm used to quick release wheels too. Um, mm. How do you get the wheels off on these things? You use an Allen key. Oh, yeah, no, so you, just, th- you just wind them off. It's a thread through. So I only know that because I helped a guy I used to work with with a flat tyre on the bike track only a couple of months ago, Matt. He had a flat tyre and he didn't know how to get his wheel off. And I went, oh, I don't know either. Anyhow, we'll work it out. And we worked it out. So, yeah, we should be right. I just wonder if with the maintenance of it all, because I can, you know, I can maintain just rim brakes really easy. Yes, exactly. Um, but the disc brakes, maybe not. But anyhow, we shall... There should be we, just about brand new bikes, uh, mm. sort of ridden in, hopefully. Yeah, uh, that'll hopefully. be That'll be good. But, uh, yeah, by the end of it, we might be wanting to take them home with us. Maybe. And actually, I've not actually ridden a carbon bike either. So uh, and this is a titanium man. I'm a titanium guy. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've not. Yeah. This will be a first for me. A carbon bike and disc brakes. Um, but I must say, I'm keen to get a gravel bike. We were talking about that on our ride today. Because we on saw a- roads that we thought, gee, I'd like to know what's up that road. Mm. Uh, the gravel looks okay here, but you might just go around the bend, and it wasn't. And it's just a bit too uh, rough. But oh, today was yeah. just uh, champagne gravel. Champagne gravel. So that'll be on the list of things to do when I get back. I think is get a gravel bike. Um, We've got what, what else? Uh, Peter? Time running out. It's coming up to Anzac Day uh, mm-hmm. here in Tasmania. Uh, in Australia, Australasia, mm-hmm. of course. Don't forget our Kiwi friends. Uh, a great day of remembrance for our nation. And uh, thanks, Melissa, for the Anzac biscuits we've had with our cup of tea while Just we're then. doing the pod here. Mm. But that 
says that time's running out for one of our uh, charity auctions. We've had support from uh, the Tasman Hotel here in Hobart and from uh, the Coles Bay Triathlon. Mm, uh, Atlas events, they've a- just been terrific, they've been haven't been fantastic. They? So thanks again to Mark and Michelle LaForest. But uh, the uh, night stay at the Tasman Hotel and uh, breakfast the next day is up on the uh, charity auction dot bid slash Tasman uh, website. We'll put that up in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And your last chance to bid is uh, midnight on the 30th of April. So uh, and it's at 400 and something bucks at the moment. Yes, so 410 or? it's at. 410. So yeah, right. if you push it up to 420, mm. uh, you'll be leading. Mm. And, um, you know, you never might get it. So a late, late bid from somebody would be great if you can push that up just a little bit. And uh, all proceeds going to Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania and young Declan Hill and his family who will be listening to the podcast. Oh, well, no day to Declan. We were chatting to him at the at the golf day, um, and uh, and he, he said he's been listening in. So g'day, Declan. Hope you're enjoying this. The other thing that we um, want to just remind people of is that we do have a big fundraising gala, which is sort of like our, in inverted commas, farewell night at the Queen's Head um, on Saturday, May the 13th. It's a yacht rock night, so we're encouraging people to get dressed up in their Hawaiian shirts and their sailor hats and whatnot. The Captain and Tennille hat. Yep, yep and we'll be uh, the, the amazing... Uh, Tasmanian yacht rock band Baby Come Tack, of which we're both members of, uh, are going to be playing a couple of sets of music. We've got John X hosting the night. Croon are going to be there. We've got an awesome bunch of auction and, and a lucky door prize. We've been getting so many amazing donations from people. Don't really have to twist their arm either, do no, you, these no. businesses We've got and the, individuals? No, um, Bennett's Petroleum, Banjos, uh, Barry Cooper Autos, uh, we've got all of these people just giving us these these terrific vouchers and and prizes, um, and we'll put a full list of of them up in the on our show page once once we get all of that membership together. of Ratho Farm, the oldest golf course in Australia, which uh, is in Bothell, where we started our ride today, and mm. it's got the Scottish connection with the Bruce Fumi would have loved it. Uh, I don't know if he ended up getting to our Bothell, but uh, plenty of tartan mm. on the on the. Uh, Telegraph polls, so mm. um, yeah, well, we've got a, a membership of the ancient and uh, the rural and ancient, as they call the rural and ancient. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got to get some great auction prizes, and uh, it's going to just be a super fun night, and that's sort of our farewell. Um, so we, I'll put the, uh, I won't read the website address out for this one because it's way too long because it's an Eventbrite link, but we will put that in there in the show notes, or if you go to Eventbrite and look up Yacht Rock Party. You will find us. Uh, it's forty bucks to get in. Every single cent is going to uh, to help purchase his vehicle for Declan and his family. So you, um, you know, you just know that everything's um, going to the cause. We've had lots of people donating. We've got people donating sound gear and staging and lighting and all of that sort of stuff to make it work. So uh, uh, jump on there and do that. We're, we're approaching half capacity, um, and when it's sold out, it's sold out. And there's only 180 tickets. So, um, but I was thinking. If we have a good fundraising night at that, we'll raise about one fifth of the vehicle on that night. We're hoping to raise about ten thousand dollars out of that. Wow! Which, uh, if all th- if things go well, that is, that's exactly what will happen. Uh, so you know, be a part of uh, one fifth of the vehicle. I'd well, say. we're nearly one fifth of the way there. Well, a little bit below that. Seven thousand seven hundred raised so far towards the fifty thousand. So we yeah. had another ten on that. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to truck with the tide. So that's pretty good. It's fantastic.
So uh, thank you to everyone who's yes. uh, gone to uh, Go Fundraise website and uh, added to the Jog Twenty Twenty Three. And uh, yeah, we're forty seven days away from doing the actual ride itself. Very exciting. It is absolutely. Thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. Remember, every dollar you donate to our ride for Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. You can find the link to donate in our show notes. Thanks to our in-kind sponsors who have helped us along the way. Corecoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Cradle Mountain Wilderness Village, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. 